that Jesus Christ has risen And He is the open door How you doing everyone? Welcome to this episode of the Cajun Conservative Show where we talk about life, we talk about liberty, and yes, we talk about the pursuit of happiness and we're showing the world that Cajuns do have intelligence. Hope you're having a good day, good week, wherever you are located. The first time that we go ahead and do a midweek episode and I'm excited because let's just say this, ladies and gentlemen, everything I was hoping to accomplish is happening, really. Because, you know, I, I remember when I said I was going to do this and I was going to go ahead and it, I have more time for stories. I better get more input. And what you know, the first week that I do a second, well, the first week that I do a second episode or start my two episodes a week, breaking news comes out on Monday night, the third or the second of May. And we're going to be getting into that. Also, we're going to have a guest on the second segment, uh, Miss Sarah from Louisiana's Right to Life is going to be joining us on the second segment to talk about what happened on Monday night, which is the Roe versus Wade might end. It might. We're going to get into that in a couple of minutes. But if this is your first time, welcome to the Cajun Conservative Show. It's an honor and a blessing for you to be here. Remember, if this is your first time, hit the like button, hit the subscribe button, and go ahead and share with a friend. You can find us on Apple, Google, and Spotify, and Anchor.fm. Also, the video podcast. Um, I didn't put one up this week. Last episode, I didn't put, get a chance to put up. I had some problems with my internet and had some technical difficulties, but it's all fixed now. It's all fixed. <laughs> but uh, we're going to be getting those up pretty soon, hopefully along with this one. I'm also trying to do some with YouTube and Rumble. Uh, I might not put the whole episode. I'm going to see how it works. Uh, I want to do something a little different with YouTube and Rumble. But you can go ahead and subscribe to me on there, the Cage Conservative Show on YouTube and Rumble. Hit the bell if you're on uh, YouTube. Ladies and gentlemen, for the first midweek episode, like I said, we have a lot of fireworks going on. One, and I'm going to tell you, that, I'm going to be honest with you, ladies and gentlemen. I was relaxing. I was chilling, watching a movie at my house, and my phone goes off. And I'm like, hmm, something's going on. It was around 8.30, 9 o'clock Central Standard Time. And I get this article that just flies by my phone. And my, I'm going to be honest with you, ladies and gentlemen. My eyes opened this big. And I, look, this is something I did not think I would see in my lifetime. Or if it would ever happen in the United States, but well, I got this I got this article from Fox News, and it said Senate, the Supreme Court to the Supreme Court set to overturn Roe versus Wade leaked draft opinion shows. Now I'm like, wait, wait, what's going on here? So this is from Fox News, but late Monday. The political, the paper I quote from a little bit. Uh, Politicals, all right. They, they do a pretty good job every so often. And um, so someone in the Supreme Court, we don't know who it is. We don't know if it's a justice. We don't know if it's a clerk. We don't know if it's an intern. We don't know who it is, ladies and gentlemen, but went ahead and leaked a draft copy of the opinion for the Mississippi law lawsuit. Now, a while, the Supreme Court heard, I think it was back in December, 
the argument of Dobbs and Jackson. I believe that's the lawsuit right there. And, and it was the Mississippi law that says that you cannot have an abortion after 15 weeks. Well, of course, the liberals got their cassons on a bunch. And they, they started saying how bad this was for human for women's rights and women's health care and, and all this other stuff. So it went to the Supreme Court. This also came on the heels of of the Texas law, which is six weeks, which is enforced now in the Texas in Texas, uh, in the state of Texas. Now, now the Louisiana has a law similar to that, I think to like 15 weeks or whatnot, but it, it was, they were waiting on the Mississippi law to pass before it went into full effect. Well, they heard the arguments and they said, we're going to give you opinion. We're going to get the final uh, ruling in June, which is normal for the Supreme court. But in February, Samuel, Alito, the, uh, the, the Supreme Court Justice, was assigned to go ahead and give the opinion. And he wrote a draft opinion of the case. He, and it looked like, when, according to the initial vote that the, the, um, the, the Supreme Court gave, it was in favor of overturning Roe versus Wade. Now, I was one. I'm, 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 I'm going to confess my fault to you guys. My, I, I never thought in a million years that Roe versus Wade would be overturned. I never thought that. I, I thought that our country was in a place. And look, I still have hope in America. I do. And look, this is, this is giving me more hope, ladies and gentlemen. This is giving me more hope that our justice system is going to do right by America. Now, and then later on, we're going to talk about it. Thanks to Trump. But anyway, so so this draft was leaked. This is the first time a, a, a opinion has been leaked in the Supreme Court. But it was leaked, and Samuel Alito said, look, I heard a few comments a while ago on Newsmax, and I, I heard him read some of it. It was brilliantly written. And it, it broke down every aspect of this law and why it's bad. And why it was unconstitutional. According to this document that was released on Monday, May the 2nd of 2022. Roe v. Wade is out the window. Now, this does not eliminate all abortions. I, would, I do want to say that right here. Because a lot of people think that Roe versus Wade is gone. That's it. We don't have to talk about abortions no more. No. It just, uh, according to the document, according to the uh, draft opinion, the opinion that was written by Alito, it says that it's going to go back to the states. And the state representatives are going to go ahead and decide if abortion is legal or not. On that note, Louisiana, Texas, and a few other states have laws written they're called trigger laws that puts into effect right and when roe versus wade is gone guess what we will not have abortions here in the state of louisiana no more and that's that's a good thing in my opinion i know a lot of my friends a lot of my liberal friends are going to say no that's not good no you're stopping women's rights no you stop no no this is a good law babies are going to be saved now it's getting close to 63 million unborn babies that have died in the United States because of Roe versus Wade and because of uh, Casey. So this is a good day in America, in my opinion. Now, not according to the left, because the left. Oh, oh, oh this is a, oh, this is unconstitutional. Oh, this is wrong. 
They're, they're crying and they're weeping to where Chuck Schumer now all of a sudden has has a fire in his step and he wants to go ahead and create laws that 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 rule in favor of abortion and to put Republicans put Republicans name on legislations against this. I don't know what world Chuck Schumer is living in, but by golly, every Republican that I'm I know of is against abortion. So why we got to put our name down on a paper, on a law, on a vote that we did? Republicans don't have to do that. Unless they're a rhino. Like I seen Susan, uh, 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 Susan Collins and uh, Mawiski from, uh, from Alaska. Oh, oh, this isn't good. The court doing this. Oh, no, this isn't good. Rhino Republicans. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm not surprised about this, about Republicans doing this. I'm surprised they're, I'm, su- I'm not surprised, I shouldn't be surprised that they have Republicans kind of buckling under the pressure of this. We have Senate Democrats, we have Attorney Generals, we have uh, Elizabeth Warren running out. Oh, I'm very upset. I'm very upset. I'm very upset that that Roe versus Wade is, is, is oh, it's going to be overturned. Ladies and gentlemen, this less, this opinion is the greatest thing, in my opinion, that has happened to this country this year. And I can't say that much because Joe Joe Biden uh, also gave his statement today, saying how this is uh, this is wrong, this is against privacy, and then Roe was a good thing. Of course, Joe Biden's going to say that. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the greatest thing that has happened this year so far in America. Roe versus Wade is going to be gone, according to this document. Now, now look before I get everybody's hopes up high. This does not mean Roe versus Wade is gone yet. Until the opinion becomes official in the Supreme Court and five justices more has to have five justices on there that signed this law into place. Until that happens, Roe versus Wade is still the law of the land. But ladies and gentlemen, this is this is this is the biggest thing. Now, now of course the Democrats are using their famous techniques on trying to defend this. Oh, if they take away abortion, they're gonna take away gay marriage. Oh, they're gonna go ahead and they're gonna they're gonna go ahead and and and, and stop. I heard once one uh, Democrat say today, oh, this is gonna stop interracial marriage. They're gonna outdo this. And like the commentator said, Justice Thomas is married to a white woman, and he's a black man. <laughs> if he does that, his marriage is revoked. Like you really think he's gonna vote for that? That's not marriage between a man and a woman. Not not. You'll know my view on that. Anyway. So 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 the left now is gearing up. They're gearing up, ladies and gentlemen. They're really gearing up. Um, I saw Bernie Sanders tweet earlier saying that this is why we need to get rid of filibuster. Yes, that's right, Joe Manchin and Christian Cinema. You need to go ahead and you need to go ahead and line up with us. The the Democrats, the progressives to end the filibuster so we can make abortion law all over the land thing of it is bernie sanders don't realize if he was aboard he wouldn't even been in that position somebody decided to keep him which he's alive they 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 did rightfully so letting bernie sanders live but abortion abortion the end the filibuster let's end the filibuster uh also the, the the news of packing the court oh this shows that we got to go ahead and add more seats to the supreme court so we can go ahead and we can we can vote the way that we could we have the opinions that we want 
But there's a problem with that, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, there's nine justices on the Supreme Court. You put 13. What happens when a Republican gets three or four more picks? And it goes, oh, we're going to have to add it to 20. Oh, we got to add it to 20. See, they're going to keep moving the goalposts. And also, the left. This is the thing about the left. When they don't get the opinion they want, they want to go ahead and put the odds in their favor. 2020 election, folks, I'm just saying. They want to put the odds in their favor to where they can go ahead and get the result they want. Now, we, we, still, we still have the issue of the leak. Who, who leaked this thing? Who, who went ahead and leaked this document? This is, the, like I said at the beginning, this is the first time in American history that an opinion has been leaked before the day that it's supposed to be. Nine out of ten, I believe it was a progressive lawyer that works for one of the justices. And I don't think it was a conservative because I don't think a conservative would have done this, which leads to Justice Roberts leading an investigation through the court's marshals. And they're trying to find out how could this have happened? I can tell you how it happened. It had, like, it's the same thing that happened in Trump's White House. Don't you remember that Trump was getting leak after leak after leak? Why? Because Obama's people was, were in there. And Obama's people did not like what Trump was doing, so they leaked everything that thought was damning to Donald Trump. Think about this, ladies and gentlemen. And I think this is what is going on right here. The, the Democrat Party don't have a leg to stand on in this election. And abortion was very quiet until this opinion was going to come out. And they couldn't wait on that. See, there, at the time of this recording, there is elections are being held in ohio and a few other states which we're going to get the results in the next probably mondays or the next episode we're going to talk about that but ladies and gentlemen these these democrats they're what they're doing listen what they're doing oh ending i even heard ending road versus wade is racist how stopping the the murder of unborn children racist how you're saving lives not taking them it don't matter the color of their skin. You're saving a baby. And, and look, look, I'm seeing this, ladies and gentlemen. The, the left is going nuts. The left and some Republicans are going nuts because Roe versus Wade is not going to be there no more. Like I said, that is a good thing, ladies and gentlemen. That's a good thing that Roe versus Wade is not going to be there no more. That means we're going to have lives saved. Not, not, not every state. Like I said, this isn't going to end abortion totally in America. But guess what? Majority of states are going to go ahead and take away abortion. And, of course, the left-wing media. We're going to have to talk about them a little bit before I end this segment. I, I just finished watching CBS Evening News. And according to them, 70% of Americans want to keep Roe versus Wade. But I heard a poll earlier that 80% of people don't want to keep it. Ladies and gentlemen, and it brings out a good point. This is coming from my brother from Brothers Just Searching, Brother Anthony Hayes. They showed, I mean, they almost have 30 states that are, are ready to go ahead and pass legislation to stop abortion in their state or to restrict abortion in their state. If majority of the people in America want it, why didn't they vote for people that would go ahead and keep it? That, that's a shocker right there, ladies and gentlemen. And look, like I said, it isn't official yet, but Roe versus Wade is set to be done. And like I said, I made a prediction it wouldn't happen. I'm glad I'm wrong. 
I'm gonna quote my dad on this. Thank God that we're gonna that that babies are gonna be saved. I thank God that kids are gonna they're gonna have. And look, we're gonna talk to Sarah from Louisiana Right to Life, and they have plans to help people that with adoptions and stuff. She's gonna talk all about that in the next segment. Ladies and gentlemen, this is just I, I I'm being honest with you. This is the greatest thing in the world. I'll be right back after this short break with Sarah from Louisiana Right to Life. We'll be right back after this short break. How you doing, everyone? Isaac here. I'm the Cajun Conservative. And I want to thank Brother Lanny Hayes from Hayes' Dump Truck Service for their generous support of the Cajun Conservative and Brothers Just Searching. Hayes' Dump Truck Service serves the Lafayette and surrounding areas. If you have any job that you need done, like cleanup or hauling material to your job site or your home, we haul limestone, we haul sand, we haul topsoil, any type of material you need. If you're in the Lafayette and surrounding areas, please call Brother Lanny Hayes at 337-852-8043. Remember, Hayes' Dump Truck Service, where Jesus is Lord of the company. All right, everybody, welcome back to the second segment of the Cajun Conservative Show. As I said in the first segment, I have the Louisiana Right to Life, Miss Sarah. See, I told you I was going to mess it up. Zelensky. Zelensky. Thank you. Miss Sarah, how are you doing? And welcome to the Cajun Conservative Show. Oh, thank you for having me. Obviously, very exciting time in history for us. Uh, I've been busy all day with interviews, yes. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. And look, thank you for fitting me in your busy schedule today. I uh, I appreciate it. I know it was last minute. But uh, I wanted to... First off, I, I talked about in the first segment about this decision um, that is apparently going to be coming. It's not official yet. Uh, this is just a draft opinion by um, our Justice Department. Um, just overall, what what do you feel about this whole situation that happened Monday night? Like when you got when you got the news alert, what 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 was your initial reaction? Yeah, obviously, we're all very much in shock. You know, it wasn't until this morning when uh, Chief Justice Roberts said that this was an authentic draft from the court that we really, I really hit all of us that this was real. Now, of course, we're still awaiting a final decision from the court, but that it was authentic. That was very good news for us. Of course, this is a big signal that the court, it looks like we'll be reversing Roe versus Wade. Um, we did do a review of the opinion itself, and Justice Alito did a phenomenal job laying out um, that essentially Roe versus Wade um, should be reversed because abortion is um, not a constitutional right. He references so many things in his opinion. Um, the reality that abortion is the meaning to the medical community, that abortion is harmful to women and damaging to the maternal patients. He also references um, the, the value of the unborn life. He talks about uh, the human being being a person from the moment of conception, having all of its organs formed by 12 weeks in utero, which was just amazing to see the humanity of the unborn child on display in a court opinion like this. It was really just a phenomenal, breathtaking read for all of us. Yes, and I, I seen it last night when it dropped. Um 
especially doing news stories i get a lot of news articles and it's just my heart was overjoyed and i that that was the first thing i was hoping i put it on facebook that i hope this is real and then when justice roberts came out i said yes this is a real mm -hmm. document that we're going with it and, and i like how you said that alito did a good job he just he like you said he brought out so many points but I, I, especially me as a believer of christ you know the bible says that god god uh breathed life into human beings and he cherishes life and i i know this isn't going to end abortion in america but mm -hmm. so many states are going to stop it now like louisiana our home state is going to go ahead and just stop uh abortions and and that i think that's the highlight of it that life is going to be starting a lot of states are going to start sparing lives Yes, yeah, so in Louisiana, we have the trigger law, which essentially ensures that the moment reversible is overturned, that abortion will be illegal, illegal in the state of Louisiana. We also have, in 2020, the Love Life Constitutional Amendment, which protects our body of pro-life laws. So we are in a very good shape for a post-Roe future. Some of the questions I got today was, are we really prepared for this? And I would say in Louisiana, we have over 40 pregnancy centers ready for women in crisis, and that ultimately abortion is a failure of society to help women in crisis, and that it's sad that we have, for the last, you know, decades and decades and decades pointed women to abortion as a solution to uh, poverty, to racism, to anything that has caused social problems for them rather than saying you can be empowered to choose life for your baby. And that's really the message that we in Louisiana have been preparing for and want women to have. And hopefully the 7,000 plus abortions in the state of Louisiana will now will either be placing their babies for adoption or working together with pregnancy centers to raise their children and parent their children in a loving environment. Yeah, I, I agree with you. And look, I, on that note, what have, what do you say to the people that that will look to you and say, well, this this uh, this decision is bad. What about the families that can't take care of them? What about the fan? Uh, what about the uh, rape incident or or all these all their arguments that the left Absolutely. has? What do what do you tell them in defense of? Because look, this is a good bill. I'm just playing devil advocate right here. No, absolutely. The left definitely has really preached that narrative for decades, and we've heard it for decades. However, even in the worst of circumstances, that person is part of the human family, has intrinsic value. And of course, abortion can never solve the problem of rape. It can never solve the problem of the proper domestic violence, and it never has. And in fact, studies have shown that in situations where women that have been raped or have experienced abuse have abortions, that it actually links further to the oppression that they're experiencing. So we look to say that that person has value from the moment of conception to natural death, and our hope is that, of course, women in those situations will receive counseling and care, and maybe this is the opportunity for us to focus on maternal health care, for example, or ways to solve these other big problems that we have really not been focusing on because we've been so focused on reproductive health care or this phrase reproductive health care, right? That instead we'll now focus on what actually matters to help women in this situation. So, so, so now you, I don't you probably have heard that, uh, Chuck Schumer, Nancy Pelosi, yeah. a lot of politicians yeah. have come out and said that this is, uh, this is against women's choice. This is against, uh, this is bad for health care. This is this is all the left's arguments are, in my opinion, um, they're, they're more worried about choice than worried about the life. But um, but what do you think about about Chuck Schumer? They're more worried about trying to keep abortion alive instead of trying to find out the, the leak that went ahead and brought this all out, because the Supreme Court is a blessing and a, and a curse at the same time, because we find we realize that, hey, nine out of 10, unless the, some justices change their opinions. Um, but nine out of 10 Roe versus Wade is going to be gone. And they're more worried about keeping abortions going than 
then finding out, hey, we might have a leak in our government. Yeah, so they're obviously, of course, trying to enshrine Roe for all of it, and they have been doing that for decades, but, you know, they don't really have a path forward at this point, but this, I believe, will return the question, the moral question of abortion to the states, which is where it should belong, right? So as they scream and yell and, you know, throw fits about it, we'll say this is what they decided, and now it's time for the states to decide ultimately um, and resolve what they believe about abortion, and that's how it should have been decades ago. And of course, Roe and its subsequent decision, Planned Parenthood versus Casey in 92, both of those were um, wrong decisions to begin with. And this is just really writing that wrong right. now, decades later. And, and look, on that note, writing a wrong, we would have to thank the former president, Donald Trump, because Amy Coney Barrett, Neil Gorchus, Brett Absolutely, Kavanaugh yes. are yes. all pro-life people. Now, um, Chief Justice Roberts, uh, I've heard that it was like a 5-4 decision and Roberts was in the minority and this man's supposed to be pro-life. So I, I want to see the final vote before I get into any speculation on it. But Donald Trump really pulled in for us. Even Donald Trump's not in the office. His decisions have helped us stop this the murdering of unborn children here in the state of Louisiana and all over because... You know, picking the right justices for the right time. Right. And this is why elections matter, because without that, we wouldn't have Amy on the court. And, uh, you know, that's just an amazing thing that came from his presidency. Whatever you might feel about him personally or otherwise, that is how we are where we are right now is because from her nomination and her um, going to the bench. So that's that's awesome. So so now I got a question to ask you, because Roe versus Wade is gone and um the walk for life that happens in Washington every year. Uh, I remember mm-hmm. seeing an article where they said, we can't wait to not have this walk no more because road versus Wade is going to be gone. And I was thinking to myself, wait, hold on. Even if road versus Wade is going to be gone, we still got a lot of battles as pro-life believers. Um, mm-hmm. the Democrats are not going to stop. That's one thing I learned about the left and the Democrats. They're fighters. Unfortunately, Republicans, they just go ahead and when they win a battle, they sit down and relax too long. And the opposite party, when they win, they're planning for the next win. Um, mm-hmm. So so your group, the Louisiana Right to Life, what do y'all have plans for after Roe versus Wade? Are y'all still going to be doing these marches? Are y'all still going to be championing the voice of pro-life? What are y'all plans after Roe versus Wade? Absolutely. So, you know, this is something that I find really interesting. So even though the legality of abortion will be destroyed through a reversal versus Wade. The culture of abortion still very much exists in our society, right? Because for decades, since 73, we've been told that abortion is a solution to female oppression. So now the work will be continuing to educate and change culture, which is a long road, right? That takes a lot of grassroots work. It takes work with youth, which is a lot of what our organization does, training youth on life apologetics. Um, because just because abortion is illegal now, it doesn't mean that women won't try to pursue abortion, whether that's through black market abortion, chemical abortion pills online, whatever that might be. So trying to change culture's view on abortion is a whole nother battle, really, right? One that we've been working on for a long time. So while we have this huge victory in the courts, we have to continue to work in education and activism to change culture alongside with that. And that's why, of course, our organization isn't going anywhere. Hey, that, 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 that's a blessing to my ears that we're still going to be fighting because absolutely. Yeah. No state, quitting anytime soon. Right. And, and like, like states like California, New York, Illinois, we know they're going to keep abortion there. And, and those will be, those will be what they call, you know, in right now, pre 
um, the reversal of Roe. We have states where there's like late-term abortion, like Colorado and California and some of these other states. Well, post-Roe, in this post-Roe world that we're going to live in, there'll be abortion destinations in the country. So people, we do believe from Louisiana, from different states, will be traveling out of state to pursue abortion. So we'll be working with our legislators to ensure how to protect Louisiana citizens, for example. That'll be one path we'll be working on. Um, because, of course, some of the more liberal states will be trying to protect reproductive health care with a frame as reproductive health care in their state. I hear you. I hear you. Now, I, now I got a question to ask on this note, because you just mentioned our state and I can't remember who it was, but it was on Moon this morning. They had somebody saying that there's a bill, um, it's House Bill, uh, I would have to look it up online, but it's what, which would really tighten up the laws for someone that does an abortion in the state. Like, uh, the, the, the trigger law that we have going on right now, they were saying that it's only like a thousand dollars that they find out you had an abortion inside the state, which like, um, uh, if you mistreat an animal or abuse an animal, it's like $25,000. And he wants to get, he wants to pass a bill that has meat for penalties for abortions. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, So that bill, yeah, you're probably referencing, um, the chemical abortion, um, uh, bill that is in the legislature right now, which ultimately brings criminal penalties to the to to abortion the abortion industry that sells the abortion pills to women in Louisiana out of state. Because what that does is it creates a situation where women in ectopic pregnancies or women who have never had an ultrasound or a pregnancy test or any really confirmation of anything can have an abortion at home without physician okay. oversight. So that yeah, so that's what that's referring to. And in no situation does this bring criminal penalties to the mother it only brings it to the industry and to the producers and to those who are giving the abortion pills so that's probably what you're referencing so so on that note this bill is going through the legislator right now and you you're saying you're going to help with the legislators to make sure that we don't have crimes or not crimes but um other states telling well, it's women called mail order abortions yeah it's called mail order okay. abortions so women buying them online yes okay uh, so, so that's a bill that y'all probably support right there. Do you think that's going to make the governor's desk? And do you think the governor, he claims to be pro-life. Do you think he's going to work with y'all to stop this with after Roe versus Wade? I think so. You know, Edwards has shown us, you know, he signed all of our pro-life legislation in the past. I don't see him not signing this bill. Um, when it makes it to his desk, I do think it's going to make it to his desk at the end of session. And I do believe he'll sign in. Awesome. Awesome. So, so, so the, the official uh, opinion is supposed to be coming in in, in June. Um, y'all still got a lot of work going on before then until this law is passed. Um, if you don't mind, tell Louisiana or in my listening audience, wherever they're located, what how, uh, how can they help your organization and what is your organization primarily about? I know it's Right to Life is a, uh, against abortion, but just give us a little detail about Right to Life a little bit. Sure. So since 1970, we've been working to abolish abortion through legislation, activism, and service. And um, we've been doing that in those three capacities since that time. And for decades now, we've been working in the legislature. We've been working to expand options for adoption. We've been working to educate youth. And of course, in Louisiana, as we're at this precipice in history where we're looking at the reversal of Roe, we want to continue doing those things. One of the things that people can do easily is go to ProLifeLouisiana.org and read about the bills that are in the legislature right now. They can read about our mission. They can also support things we do 
do like our Advertise for Life campaign. They can go to a difficultchoice.com and look at how to help women in crisis. We also have a new website up, postrowla.com as well, that is a resource and we're going to have more resources there for women that provide like maternal health care, um, care for after the child's born, care for women who have mental health problems, those sort of resources available. So all that's available online. So I would say that would be the best resource. And of course, follow us on social media as well. Miss Sarah, I want to appreciate, I appreciate you coming on the podcast tonight. And uh, I'm going to say it like this. If you ever need any help, you got my number, give me a call. I would love to go ahead and help you guys out. I, uh, I've debated abortionists. I've uh, <laughs> I, I, I preached against it on this podcast, and I, the, I'm like you. I'm overjoyed. Uh, I'm glad that abortion in the United States as a whole is going to be outlawed or absolutely. It, it, be abolished. Yes, yes absolutely. It is a great day. It's a great day in the United States. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Isaac. No problem. That was Miss Sarah from the Louisiana Right to Life. Uh, if you like, I said, if you want to find out about it, go check out Louisiana Right to Life on the web. They have a website, a uh, Facebook account, and website. You can find it all there on their Facebook account. When we come back, we're going to talk about the Democrats' strategy for winning the midterms. And guess what it is? Blame Trump. We'll be right back after this short break. Cheers and good on you, boys and girls. My name is Scott Ford, and I have a show on Rumble. It's the Scott Ford Show, all in one word, the Scott Ford Show, and it's on Rumble. And I also have a motivational success show on YouTube. So go ahead and subscribe and ring that bell. That would mean a lot to me. Enjoy your life. Thank you, Isaac. God bless. When this old world seems to get me down You're my hope and strength You're my peace of mind This old world seems to get me well, welcome back, everybody, to the third and final segment of the Cajun Conservative Show. So I want to go ahead and thank Miss Sarah again from Louisiana Right to Life for coming and joining us and talking about the developments of the the, the opinion from uh, Samuel uh, Alito, the chief justice, well, the justice of the Supreme Court. And I'm going to be honest with you, ladies and gentlemen, I'm so happy right now. I'm so happy that this is probably going to end and it's going to save countless lives of babies. And since Roe versus Wade been in there, I just, it, I like, I wasn't there when the case, when the thing, uh, when the case went to the Supreme court, but almost 50 years, almost 50 years, it's finally overturned. And if you can, please support Louisiana's right to life. And I, I hope that ain't the last time they're on here. Because as we discussed, we still have work to do. Yes, abortion might be outlawed in Louisiana and other states. But there's still going to be people that's going to be seeking that alternative of, you know, well, we're going to have to go ahead and have an abortion. And I encourage you to go ahead and look up Louisiana's right to life and support that group right there that 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 that's helping preserve the life. 
All right, so let's go ahead and move on to the other stories uh, for the past couple of days. So we had, and um, we're gonna go ahead and talk about Biden's strategy for the midterm elections. But I got one story right here, and I think this is really pulling the hairs out of Democrats right now. Uh, Senator Joe Manchin has been a thorn in the Democratic side, and he has done some good things. And I, I've, I've said that on here. If someone does something good, I'm going to go ahead and promote them. And if they do something bad, well, I'm going to expose them. And I'm, on that note, look, uh, President Trump, I voted for Trump twice. But there were some things I said over this microphone that a lot of people that like Trump, like, how dare you say that? No, I'm just going to I'm going to say the facts. If he's wrong, he's wrong. If he's right, he's right. I'm going to bring it out. But anyway, Joe Manchin has been a thorn in the Democratic side now for a while. Um, Joe Manchin and also Christian Sinema are the Democrats that went ahead and voted against the filibuster. They also voted against Build Back Better. Um, they, they just, they just, Democrats are just upset. Democrats are upset at Joe Manchin. How dare you? Now Joe Manchin has apparently has uh, has done another sin. On Monday, um, the the second of May, there was an article that came across my desk, and it says the this is the article. Manchin endorses Republican, slams Build Back Better in West Virginia GOP ad. Senator Joe Manchin appeared in Republican primary ad defending David McKinley from accusations that he supported President Biden's Build Back Better agenda. I have always said if I can't go home and explain it, I can't vote for it. And that's why I oppose Build Back Better, Manchin said in the 32nd spot this weekend. Manchin went on to defend McKinley against a claim from his Republican opponent who accused McKinley of effectively supporting Build Back Better by voting for the $1.2 trillion uh, $1.2 infrastructure plan. So Joe Manchin now is helping Republicans. And listen, ladies and gentlemen, I, I, look, I'm happy. But the thing of it is, I, Joe Manchin, please turn Republican. I know you're a moderate. I know, I know you say, I know you believe in a, stu a lot of stuff. Either that or go independent. But ladies and gentlemen, I could just see the Democrats. Joe Manchin's doing it again. When a Democrat can't even endorse a Democrat candidate, it's bad. Is bad. I'm just saying. And now, now this is going on to the midterms because we're getting into midterms stuff right now, which is only six months away, ladies and gentlemen. Please remember, six months vote. Anyway, I had to look into the camera right there. I normally don't look into the camera. All right. Um. So, I, I there's a, a town hall article that came out. Democrats' new midterm strategy will probably usher in GOP rule. What is? I, I saw that. I was like, what is this? Now this article. I think came out Monday. Yeah, May 2nd of 2022. A lot of these articles, we had a had a lot of stuff. And look, Tuesday, if you ask me, well, what's going on, on Tuesday? Why don't we have anything from Tuesday uh, or Wednesday? Well, I'm recording on Tuesday night. And Tuesday was all about the Supreme Court and the, 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 the leak of the document that we talked about in the first and second segment. Anyway, so this article came out on Monday, and uh, it is from Town Hall, and it says President Biden's approval ratings are in the tank. Ain't that the truth? Gas prices are soaring. Inflation is 
is the highest it's been in decades. The border crisis worsens by the day, and Democrats are pursuing policies that would help. Uh, Democrats aren't pushing policies that would help any of these matters. So, and you look at this, folks, and like this goes back to what we talked about Roe versus Wade. Um, there was one Democrat said, See, our objective now in the midterms is to stop to, to, to legalize abortion. So now they got another policy, but now this was done way before that uh, document dropped. Um, so, what is the midterms? policy it says this on the article that's why their midterm strategy is focusing on guess who donald trump president joe biden and fellow democrats have struggled to overcome historical headwinds and worrisome economies trend to lead up to the midterm so aides are scrambling are scr uh, scrambling up something else turning the campaign into a con contrast with uh contest with Donald Trump and the Republicans. President Joe Biden and his teams are hoping to sp spend the sp uh, spend the spring and summer months drawing sharp distractions with Republicans. One in particular, they are there are still plans to push forth revised pieces of stalled agenda, but they are also er uh, er they excuse me but they are also er, uh, eagerly awaiting potential exploding findings from january 6th selective committee and hope these discoveries can inflame a better brewing within the gop over farmers trump's legacy and power that came from political so ladies and gentlemen this is the whole democratic plan the democrat plan is not to talk about how they can make this country better or, yes, we're failing in this area, but we're working to do something else. No, their, uh, their strategy is to divide Republicans between the GOP and, Rep and Donald Trump. And also waiting for the January 6th committee to come out and give some damning evidence to Donald Trump. Ladies and gentlemen, and of course, now with the new developments from Monday night into Tuesday... Roe versus Wade. Oh, we got to overturn Roe versus Wade. We got to, oh, I'm not overturn. We, oh, we got to go ahead and we got to push abortion. And we got to have to tell people that if they vote for the Republicans, oh, they took away abortion. They're going to take away your gay rights. They're going to take away your LGBTQ policy. They're, gonna, they're, gonna, they're, they're raising up the flames now. And it's going as the normal campaign does for a Democrat party for the democrats it's not how we can make the country better it's how bad the republicans are how they hate your mother they hate your kids they hate your father and if you're a different color they hate you too because they're racist homophobic bigots and the big cheese out of all the the republican party is donald j trump so if you don't want republican policies vote for democrat so you will not have donald trump in office and you can have abortions where you can have where you can go ahead and abort your kids any anywhere you want ladies and gentlemen this is a sign of desperation you have and I, I reported this in the last show that we did inflation is up the gdp is down is is down you you have people struggling look I have friends that are struggling financially because of the economy. 
And 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 what are they gonna run on? Hey, we need to blame Trump for everything. See, they see in their mind is that when Trump was in there, everything was bad. In reality, Americans were prosperous. Gas prices were down, inflation was down. Um it, you had an economy that was booming. You, 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 it was, this country was, was thriving under Donald Trump, but not according to Joe Biden and the Democrats, because their strategy is to say, Hey, Trump was bad, big, bad orange man. Oh, you don't want big, bad orange man. And, and especially if he goes back on Twitter, you know, if he goes back on Twitter, you're going to get the mean tweets. You didn't like them mean tweets. Did you? This whole sh and look, attacking one person. Look, I, look. Don't get me wrong. I, a couple of weeks ago, and I'm I'm gonna say it. I came against Donald Trump because he kept he keeps on harping on voter fraud, which I understand it's an issue. But Republicans and legislators of states did things to secure elections better. That's why the, the Republican the Democrats are upset, ladies and gentlemen. That's one reason. Because see, if they would have did the filibuster, they would have did. They would have federalized elections, and if they would have federalized elections, that means mail-in ballots and every other things that they put forth for the 2020 election would have stand. And like I said, Joe Joe Manchin, we talked about him a few minutes ago, was a thorn in their side on that. But ladies and gentlemen, listen listen to this. Listen, their whole strategy is to stop Donald Trump. That's their whole strategy. Their whole strategy is not. It's it's not. It's not on policy. And like I said, that's their, that's their whole strategy right here. Hey, we're just going to attack Donald Trump. But there's a problem with this strategy. Donald Trump has not been in the office for, for almost a year and a half now. I had to think. It feels like four years already with Biden. But, but Donald Trump has not been in it. Donald Trump has not put his name on policy. You know what Donald Trump's doing right now? Donald Trump is going around the nation endorsing people and prepping up for his 2024 run. That's all that's all Donald Trump's doing right now. Donald Trump is setting himself up to run for president of the United States. He wants to be the 45th and the 47th president of the United States. That is Donald Trump's goals right now. But for but but for these people, especially the midterms, Donald Trump is not on the ballot. Look, they have the whole Ohio, the Ohio um, Senate race going on. They have the primary as I record this, and as I said, I'm recording on Tuesday night. It's be out, but when you listen to it, be on Thursday. We'll know the results, and I'll have it on the Monday show. But in Ohio, the the the, the whole argument in Ohio is. It's not how good the policies are, how it's going to help the people. No, Ted Cruz voted for, uh, endorsed someone, but Donald Trump endorsed somebody else. So let's see which one is favored in the Republican Party. It's a popularity game. All, that's all the media is focused on. Will people vote for Trump's person or vote for Ted Cruz? Hmm. It's not on it's not on who's doing good for the country. It's not who's doing right. It's a popularity contest. And, and, and the Democrats, the Democrats are fighting this. They they listen, ladies and gentlemen. I, I, the Democrats and their strategy to attack Trump, it's not gonna work. Like I said, Donald Donald Trump is running around endorsing camp uh, candidates. He's not, he's not, 
And he's, he's building, he hasn't put no policies together. No, it's been Joe Biden for the last year and a half that's been putting policies together that have been hurting America. But God forbid that we go ahead and say Joe Biden is as fault is as fault for all this. No, I'm not. It's Ukraine. No, I'm not. It's the Republicans. No, it's not. It's this person and that person. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm, I'm, I'm blown away. I'm blown away. Because, first off, Joe Biden don't take blame for nothing. And, look, I just... <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, I, I just... You know, I don't know if you're a Republican or Democrat on the, in this audience. But what would you think if I was a candidate? And I just came up to you and I said, Hi, I'm Isaac and I'm running for dog catcher. Oh, really? What you going to do about the overpopulation of dogs? I don't know. The last dog catcher didn't do the job, but by golly, I'm going to do that job. Really? Well, what about this? What about And I'm blaming the last dog. I'm not, I'm not talking about nothing I'm going to do. Or, or let, let me use a better example. Let me use a better example before I roll out of here. I am the dog catcher. And the prior dog catcher before me did an all right job. He, he was good. Well, man, the dogs are overpopulating. You haven't, you haven't picked up any dogs in the last couple of weeks. Well, my pr and my the, the farmer dog catcher's running against me. Let's just say it like that. Well, my uh, at least my well, it's because you know the, the the last dog catcher he didn't have enough uh he didn't put enough gas in the tank, so you know I can't I can't ride around to get it. But you've been doing the job for two years. That don't matter. He hasn't put gas on the tank. And blaming blaming my predecessor when I've been in there for two years. That's what Biden's doing, and that's their whole strategy. It worked for 2020. Trump was in office. I understand that. But to come out and say, well, we're just going to go ahead and focus on attacking Donald Trump and the GOP. And that's it. That's all we're going to do. We're not going to talk about policies. We're not going to talk about anything like that. We're just going to go ahead and attack Trump. That's our leadership, ladies and gentlemen. And because of that, the Democrat Party, I mean, the Republican Party, are doing a good job as bringing out these policies. As Town Hall said, inflation... Gas prices, GDP. The Republicans have, look, I'm expecting a big wave in six months. And ladies and gentlemen, we need to go ahead and make sure that that red wave, ha red wave happens. And look, there's some good things that are happening in this nation right now. Like I said, this is the first time I'm, I'm happy. I'm fine. I'm, we're, I'm seeing possibly road versus Wade Get out of America. I'm a, I'm, we're about to see something that's going good. And look, in that point, thank God for Donald Trump. Because Donald Trump put three conservative constitutionists in the office. And most importantly, pro-life justices in the Supreme Court. And guess what? It is working. I want to thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for joining me here on this episode of the Cajun Conservative Show. Remember to go ahead and like the podcast, share it with a friend, tell some people about us, and um, go ahead and like us on Facebook. Go like us on Twitter. Go like us on Truth Social. Let's blow up these social media accounts. I'm still trying to get to 900 likes on Facebook. I have 920-some followers. Awesome. But I want to get to 1,000 followers, and I want to get to 900 likes. So go ahead and help me out on that but just remember jesus christ is coming back and he's coming back soon 
So don't be fed of heart because Jesus has overcome the world. He has defeated everyone, Satan, hell, the grave, and even Democrats. So until next, until next episode, I got to get rid of it. Not next week, next episode, which will be on next Monday night, Monday morning. So until Monday morning, or if you listen to this after, until next time, be blessed, be encouraged. You have a good day.